Theology of Naomi. In the podcast, I say Naomi was an Epaphrite from Bethlehem, Judah, who are descendants of the original inhabitants of the region before the children of Israel arrived. However, Naomi and her family were actually descendants from the half-tribe of Ephraim, from the house of Joseph. Joseph had two sons by the Egyptian, so she was actually descended from the half-tribe that belonged to the house of Joseph. Guys, thanks so much. Now you can listen and enjoy the Bible study with a better sense of context here. Thanks so much. Enjoy. Today we're going to uh, do a Bible study that I think will bless you very much as it blessed me uh, when I was doing this Bible study. And so I want to uh, direct you to the book of Ruth, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1, and that's where we're going to start reading. So grab your Bible. It is Ruth, chapter 1, verse 1, and I'm going to read from 1. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife Naomi, and the name of his two sons Mahlon and Chilion, Epaphrites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, she was left and her two sons. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of the one was Orpah, and the name of the other Ruth. And they dwelled there about ten years. And Mahlon and Chilion died also, both of them, and the woman who was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. And so after reading that, we really see the story of a woman who goes out with her husband. And when she comes back home, it seems that she's empty-handed. The only person that she has left of her family uh, was her daughter-in-law, which means there's really no blood connection there at all. And I'd like to point something out in that first scripture. It's something that we don't often talk about in terms of Ruth. And uh, I looked this up, but Naomi was a a Paphrathite, a descendant from the original inhabitants of Bethlehem, Judah. So this means she is not of the stock of the children of Israel. A lot of times we think that Uh, Naomi, the story of Naomi coming back to Bethlehem, Judah, that this year is a woman who is descended from Abraham, who is descended from, you know, his lineage, but she's actually not. Um, Abraham, uh, I'm sorry, the Epaphrathites, they lived in the land too, and they kind of had similar traditions, similar beliefs as the children of Israel, because if you can remember, you know, when they were taking over the land, some of the people were still there among them. So this woman and her husband, they were uh, Epaphrathites. 
and they lived in Bethlehem, Judah. And Ruth was a Moabitess, and I want you to know her descendant. The Moabites were descended from Lot, and if you can remember who Lot was, Lot was the nephew of Abraham. So Ruth is actually more kin to um, the Hebrews than Naomi is. So this is really powerful to understand. You'll understand the the weaving that God is doing um, in this whole story. It just blows your mind when you really stop and think of what he was doing when he literally um, had Naomi meet this woman because it took the move of Naomi and her husband, her whole family, it took the move of the family, Naomi, her husband, and her two sons to a new land. It took two marriages. It took 10 years. It took childlessness. It took the death of the father. It took the death of the two boys. And it took a famine. Because I want you to remember that in the beginning, the reason why that Naomi and her family even left Bethlehem, Judah, was because there was a famine in the land and they had gone to seek, you know, better pastures. So it's important to understand what's going on. And it also took a relationship bond between Ruth and Naomi to bring Ruth, who is a Moabitess woman, into Bethlehem, Judah to meet and marry Boaz. So that Boaz is marrying someone next of kin, a woman who is a descendant of his forefathers, Abraham's nephew. Remember when Abraham and Lot went out? When Abraham went out to go find this new land, he took Lot with him. So this woman is descended from the same line as Abraham. Um, and so remember how that both of them went their separate ways. They had so many people that were growing among them that they became two nations. And when we look at this scripture and we read, we see that it's over two nations that God was making a match. And that match would result in the birth of a most pivotal son who would be the ancestor of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to jump to the last chapter in Ruth, which is Ruth chapter 4 verse 17 and it says and the women her neighbors gave it a name saying there is a son born to Naomi and they called his name Obed he is the father of Jesse the father of David I want you to understand in this study we're looking at a masterful God God is masterful and brilliant in his ways we have to trust in the Lord at all times think about all that happened with Naomi leaving her homeland and losing all that she had and coming back with her her daughter-in-law. You know, let's read in Psalm 62. In Psalm 62, verse 8, it says, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. Also, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. And you have to recognize that he is working something with a far greater weight of glory. Sometimes your loss is necessary for the execution of a much larger plan. We can only see today. God sees through the millenniums. God knows how to accomplish his plan. Job said, 
Yet though he slays me, yet will I trust him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. What he's saying is, is that not only is he saying that even though it looks like the Lord is destroying me, I will trust him, but he says, I will maintain my own ways. What he's saying is, I will not lose my integrity in this moment of trying. I will not lose my integrity in this moment of loss. I will not lose my integrity in this moment of testing. And that's so important. How many people sell out? They lose their integrity even in that moment. And that's really, I think, the defining point for us all is being able to maintain your integrity during those difficult times. It's easy to maintain your integrity when you have everything that you need. It's easy to do that because you don't have a need. You don't have a want. You're not looking over at what someone else has out of a sense of need. You're just, yeah, that's what they have. I don't really mind. But to maintain your way before God, even in these times when it feels like he's slaying you. Naomi could only see the joy of having a grandson as an heir. But God was seeing that we would be heirs to Christ when he allowed that wedding, that merger, that marriage. You see, Ruth could only see having rest from her labors, but God was seeing to allow us to enter his rest. And Boaz spread his skirt over Ruth to make her his wife, but God was spreading his son's blood over us to give us a new identity in Christ and make us Christ's bride. We can't see what God sees when things happen in our life. This is one of the principal reasons we need faith, not merely to get cool things from God, but to believe he is working everything for our good. I would say this is one of the greatest tests of faith, not merely getting things or prayers answered. And these are all legitimate uses for faith. I want to be clear about that. But rarely do we talk about the faith that trusts the Lord in hard times, in loss, in famine. Many people walk away from the Lord when these hard things occur. But it is he who holds on, who is demonstrating his faith and his trust. That is perhaps the greatest test of faith. To stay with the Lord even when it appears he's doing nothing. That is faithfulness. Can you be grateful now? understand? This is the only kind of blind faith you need, the kind that persists in believing and trusting in the goodness, mercy, and faithfulness of God when you don't see it. If you can employ this kind of faith with God, you can employ it in that other faith-based relationship, marriage. In good times, in bad ones, in times when you do not understand your partner or you don't feel they are meeting your needs, or their matrimonial duties, faith trust knows that they mean the best for you, they love you and would not do anything to destroy you. That is why there is the imperative to be equally yoked so that you can trust each other. Many people say the breakup of marriage between a man and a woman is because of money or sex, but I would contend it is about trust and faithfulness trust and submit even when you don't understand? Can you be faithful even when your spouse isn't measuring up to her part of the relationship? We can 
always use our relationship with God as an example in marriage. But on the point of trust and faithfulness, there are special points that are accomplished through fruits of the Spirit and the husband and wife being believers. Let's go to Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Remember we talked about that law of love? Remember we talked about that when in the Bible study that we did that was called Love is My Religion? We talked about how powerful what love actually meant, what it actually encapsulated. God's plan was bigger than Ruth, and it was bigger than Naomi. It meant some trials, but a larger, more complex story was emerging that neither Ruth nor Naomi could even fathom. For that we must be grateful, and for his massive, dynamic omnipotence, we must trust God's plan. Because God knew he was bringing not Naomi back, he was bringing Ruth back. He was bringing back a daughter of Lot back. He was bringing back someone who would bring to bear the descendants of Christ. We have to understand that it took famine, it took loss, it took death, it took childlessness, it took coming back empty-handed before that blessing could fully begin to unwrap itself. And it unwrapped itself through the beauty of time to become our Lord and Savior, the Christ. And I want to encourage you today, wherever you are, to trust in God's plan. Not your plan, but God's plan. If it didn't go your way and you did your best, that's enough. Because God does the rest. Trust that he's got it. Even though it may be difficult. Even though it may be times you don't understand. Even though you may be confused. You may cry. You may be angry. Trust the Lord. It is in these times that we do need trust. It is in these times that we must trust the Lord. And trust that it is in God's hands. And it is God's plan. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today with me. I hope you'll take the time to read and study those verses that we went over today. And remember to rejoice as you see that it's not our plans that are coming to fruition. It's God's plan. Thanks so much for tuning in. God bless. is a religious broadcast so I cannot do advertisements or sponsorships that do not fit within the context of a believer's life so if you have resources or 
uh, services or products that you think would be edifying to the body of Christ, even if you also have a podcast and you'd like to advertise that here, I would be happy to share that with listeners. You can reach out to me, check out the link in the description, and you can also contact me um, at the link below. There's a little contact section and you can leave me a message. So thanks so much. Don't forget to follow me on social media and I I'm at twitter.com forward slash one love live. That's O-N-E-L-U-B-L-I-V-E. Thanks so much. God bless and I look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Thank you.